right. Well, good morning. It's good to be with you this morning. Uh, good to be back. As last week, I was in Iowa with the kids, and uh, it's good to be back here on Epiphany Sunday 2022. Uh, thank you for your prayers and concerns for Miley um, and the family this past week. Uh, we're all doing much, much better. Uh, she's still at home for this Sunday, but she'll return next Sunday. So um, just, again, just appreciate your prayers. Um, and uh, yeah, God is good. God is faithful. So thank you. Uh, today marks the end of the Christmas season. Now, who has taken down their Christmas uh, decorations already in their home? Okay. We're supposed to leave it up till Epiphany, aren't we? I think we're supposed to leave it up until today. So anyway, or until January 6th, which was a couple days ago. But today marks the end of the Christmas season and the beginning of a new season, the season of Epiphany. Uh, for it's not just a single day that happens on January 6th, and this is Epiphany Sunday. Um, it's a season, uh, this Epiphany season is a season of ongoing divine revelation regarding Jesus, which will, cul- uh, which will culminate in the scene of his transfiguration uh, just before we head into our Lenten journey, March 2nd on Ash Wednesday. Uh, so it is, again, once again, good to be with every one of you, and grace and peace be with each of you today, whether gathered in person or online. There's a long list of people online today. <laughs> so as I begin to prepare, uh, began to prepare this sermon, I was thinking, where, where, should we, where shall we begin for Epiphany this year? And I just was led to, hey, why don't we just start with the scriptures? <laughs> so we'll do that, and we're going to go Old Testament. We're going to go Old Testament. Isaiah chapter 60, and I want to read a couple of things um, from this, and we'll note a, a couple of um, key, key verses. So uh, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, it says, Arise, shine, let your light, or sorry, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, a thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light. Again, nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift your eyes up and look about you. All assemble and come to you, your sons from afar, and your daughters are carried on the hip. Apparently this family from far-reaching places. Then you will look and be radiant, and your heart will throb and swell with joy. We've had a song mentioning joy already, and we will go forth in joy later as we conclude our service. Um, The wealth of the seas will be brought to you. Uh, To you, the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Young camels of Midian and Ephah and all from Sheba will come, bearing gold and incense, perhaps even myrrh, and and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see from this Old Testament passage from the prophet Isaiah? It says, arise, shine. It says, your light has come. The glory of the Lord arises upon you. Nations will come to your light. They all will come bearing gold and uh, and incense. The Old Testament leads to, points to, the gospel of Matthew chapter 2. 
that reading, um, we see the arrival of the Magi from the east to see the newborn Jesus. So here we have a map um, of the um, assumed, uh, you know, studied, they think that they took this route, okay? Um, it's a little over a thousand mile journey. That's like from walking, wa- like walking from here to Denver, okay? That'd be the, sort of the distance we're looking at here. And I would argue it's, it would be a very long pilgrimage to be sure. But before we get to the reading in Matthew, I have to ask the question regarding the Magi. Who leaves the comforts of what they know? Who leaves the comforts, the comforts that they experience of what is? Who leaves the comforts of home to an unknown destination? Who does this to an unknown destination? For a long and difficult journey it would be, I wonder what the cause of this pilgrimage was. What was the cause? What was the driving factor for these magi to uproot and leave? Yes, they saw a light, this star, this anomaly in the, in the night sky, a, a morning bright shining star. Yet it had to be something more than just mere curiosity for these magi. It couldn't have been just curiosity. There must have been something deeper, something, um, some sort of deep longing for more. These magi, some believe, were royalty of some sort, perhaps even kings. Most likely they had, they possessed all they could ever want. Yet something drew them and they responded to an inner or deeper longing. And they set their intentions of their heart, and they set out on this pilgrimage because they were looking for something. You can sing along if you want. All right. 1987, Joshua's Tree uh, from the band U2. Uh, this was just simply the first verse. The song goes on to talk about burning desires. Uh, it talks about, I believe in the kingdom come, and I believe all the colors will bleed into one, which we'll get to in a minute. But this remains, but I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Uh, this song suggests a spiritual quest. Um, there's a thirst for something deeper. 
Church, have you ever had this experience? Um, it could be a season of the past for you. It might be descriptive of your reality even this morning. Um, so when I think of the Magi, I, it's easy to sort of think of this song. And um, I, I brought from our nativity scene at home. We, it's already down. We don't have it here. But I just wanted to bring the, bring the, the Magi back into focus this morning right here. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so, so we'll jump into Matthew chapter 2, and it says uh, this. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in, in Judea, uh, during the, the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born the king of the Jews? We saw a star when it, when it rose, and we have come to worship him. We have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed in all Jerusalem with him, which is interesting in itself. All of Jerusalem was disturbed with him. Not just King Herod. That's interesting. When he had called together all the, uh, all the people's chiefs, priests, and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, uh, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, Herod, Herod called the Magi secretly and, and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You know the story. So, much in this story. Much in this story to, to dive into, though in this season of epiphany, which means showing forth or revelation, the aha moment of God's work in the world. And it's this story, this narrative of the Magi from the East emphasizes God's presence to unlikely people from unlikely places. I think this is what the story emphasizes. I cannot overemphasize how long, how dangerous, how outrageous, how risky this pilgrimage would have been. There's debate on how long this would have taken. Um, uh, we simply don't know. We, there's sufficient reasoning to know that it wasn't just 12 days after Christmas that they arrived 12 days, a thousand miles walking on foot and camel, right? <laughs> Uh, but it would have been more, more like more than 40 days, less than two years, somewhere in there. The point is that this wasn't a weekend getaway, okay? It wasn't a weekend getaway. It was a long and, and arduous journey. And the Magi and their group of travelers, because more, probably more than just three, their group of tra travelers um, traveled a great distance. They left their home country. They traveled a great distance uh, to seek that which they have yet to find. Maybe they had come to the limits of human wisdom. Most likely these were educated men and blessed with many riches, but I think the depth of their longing led to a response with their lives, a response to move beyond what was known to them 
so that they might discover a deeper spiritual truth. Seeking something they didn't fully understand, seeking something they could, um, seeking something that can only be found by letting go, leaving behind, going on a pilgrimage. This search for significance was significant. Uh, church, have you had this experience? Here, I'd like to just sort of maybe take a time out within the sermon and share a poem. Uh, a poem from, uh, her name is Kate Compston. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful work of art. It's a, re- it's a reflection on the Magi's journey. And uh, from the Magi viewpoint, it says, Oh God, who am I now? Once I was secure in familiar territory, in my, in, in my sense of belonging, unquestioning of the norms of my culture, the assumptions built into my language, the values shared by, by my society. But now, you have called me out and away from home. And I, do know, I do not know where you are leading. I am empty, unsure, uncomfortable, I have only a beckoning star to follow. Journeying God, pitch your tent with mine so that I may not become deterred by hardship, strangeness, doubt. Show me the movement I must make toward a wealth not dependent on possessions, toward a wisdom not based on books, toward a strength not bolstered by might, Toward a God not confined to heaven, but scandalously earth, poor, unrecognized, help me to find myself as I walk in others' shoes. So we enter back into the conclusion of the Matthew 2 story. After they had um, heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that they had see, seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Again, we'll sing about this a bit later. On coming to the house, they saw the child was with his mother, and they bowed down, and they did exactly what they set out to do. They worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures, presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to the country by another route. The Magi made a risky journey in response to a deep longing for something they had not found yet. Brothers and sisters, following Jesus is risky. And if, it, and if you find out If you find it to be not risky, we need to ask who or what we're actually following. The Magi came to do what? They came down to bow down and to worship this unknown mystery. The Christ Jesus. Now the birth of of Christ in and of itself is all too wonderful, isn't it? Right? Just the fact that Jesus was born is all too wonderful. What it meant for God's people Israel, 
what it communicated or reveals about the nature, the essence of, or the character of God. It meant salvation and a new day for, uh, was dawning for God's people to be sure. It was all too wonderful. This story, however, the epiphany story, it again, um, it again reveals or shows forth something that was pre- previously not known, even hidden. And that's where we arrive at this Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by what? By revelation, epiphany, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, um, you will be able to understand the, the, my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery, brothers and sisters, is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. And it goes on from there. I want to really want to highlight this verse 6 then. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. We just pause and just praise, praise God. That's good news, isn't it? That includes all of us here or online, even the online people. <laughs> no, it includes everyone, right? All right, all means all. This includes everyone, all right? Because surprise, surprise, what's been revealed, God's chosen people, was all of creation the whole time. Wake up. This is good news, right? Isn't this? Come on. Doesn't this get... It's what, it's what brought you here this morning, right? Okay, come on. All right, let's go. So let's then demonstrate and then proclaim what that good news is for those it has not been revealed to yet. Epiphany. It's not just epiphany happened, is that it happens. Okay. And here's what it, where I want to return to the song from you too. So let's go, let's go back to the song here. I think the next slide has it. Keep going. Yeah. It's the next video. There you go. This is like the third verse. this song, when it talks about that the Gentiles are co-heirs with the Jews, is just such good news, right? And all the colors will bleed into one, okay? Jew and Gentile, we are one, members together of one body, shares together in the promise of Christ Jesus. Democrat and Republican, 
are, we are one, members together of one body, sharers together in the promise of Christ Jesus. Black, brown, white. We are one, members of one body, sharers together in the promise of God. Praise Jesus. I could keep listing things, vaxxers and anti-vaxxers and everything. I could just talk about all these things. We are one, members together of one body, sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. Can I get an amen? This epiphany story concludes the Christmas season. But those in the Christmas stories, we see that Elizabeth and Zechariah, they have a divine encounter regarding their son John, who is the forerunner of Jesus. Mary has a divine encounter in the announcement from the angel regarding Jesus, and she responded with yes. Joseph responded to his own divine encounter from a dream regarding what, um, what he should now do. The shepherds have a divine encounter with the angels in the field, and they respond, and they head to Bethlehem. Now the magi have a divine rising star, and they responded and set out on a pilgrimage, a journey to the Christ child, and going further, the author of Ephesians, Paul. A man with great intellect has a divine encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he began to see in new ways. And Paul can't stop talking about mystery. It's mystery. It's all mystery. He uses mystery to describe his faith, not doctrines or dogmas, but mystery to describe his faith. They all have a mystical experience. I guess that makes them mystics. Because they were all open and responsive to the mystery of God in Christ Jesus. They were open to God's moving in mysterious ways. Ways in which we don't understand. Only, when we, uh, only to come through divine revelation. So in these examples on the slide, I think couple slides down. Yeah, all those names should come up. Um, all these examples, we see them as mystics who have a deep longing for God and have an encounter with God that is so life-changing that they begin to say yes. They respond in radical ways of being in the world, and they have consented to God's will for them in their lives. So I want to end with a couple invitations to ponder. And uh, we'll hold these questions uh, and maybe have some uh, music playing as well. But here's the first question. As we enter into this epiphany season, which will lead us to Lent in March, what are you longing for? What revelation do you seek? And what kind of pilgrimage will it take to get there? Just hold these questions for a bit.
in a, another sort of direction um, I see this going is, is there a place in my life where God is asking me to take a risk, to consent, to hold holy indifference in order that deeper revelation of the divine mystery might come in 2022?